0: Welcome to worship on Christmas Eve. On this holy night, we gather as many. We gather as many and as one community. On this holy night, we wait for God to come to us again. Let us worship God who comes to us even now. Let us pray. Mighty God, the shepherds of old were full of your praises, saying that all that they had heard and seen was mirrored by what they had been told. Move among us now with your Holy Spirit, that we too might hear and experience the wonder and the joy of the living word as we seek to welcome the written word into our lives. In Jesus' name, Amen. The Beginning In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through him, and without him not one thing came into being. What has come into being in him was life, and the life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. The true light, which enlightens everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world came into being through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to what was his own and his own people did not accept him. But to all who receive him, who believe in his name, he gave power to become children of God, who were born not of blood or of the will of the flesh or of the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh and lived among us, and we have seen his glory, the glory as of a father's only son, full of grace and truth.
1: Isaiah chapter 9, 2 through 7, the prophecy. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who lived in a land of deep darkness, on them light has shined. You have multiplied the nation. You have increased its joy. They rejoice before you, as with joy at the harvest, as people exclude when dividing plunder.
2: a promise of peace. A shoot shall come out from the stalk of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. The spirit of the Lord shall rest on him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. His delight shall be in the fear of the Lord. He shall not judge by what his eyes see or decide by what his ears hear, and the lion at the fatling together, and a little child shall lead them. The cow and the bear shall graze, their young shall lie down together, and the lion shall eat straw like the ox. The nursing child shall play over the hole of the asp, and the weaned child shall put its hand on the adder's den. They will not hurt or destroy on all my holy mountain, For the earth will be full of the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. On that day the root of Jesse shall stand as a signal to the peoples. The nations shall inquire of him, and his dwelling shall be glorious."
3: The Annunciation, Luke 1:26 through 26-38. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a town in Galilee called Nazareth to a virgin engaged to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary, and he came to her and said, Greetings, favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was much perplexed by his words and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. for nothing will be impossible with God. The Mary said, Here I am, the servant of the Lord. Let it be with me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her.
4: The Magnificat, Luke chapter 1, verses 39 to 56. In those days, Mary set out and went with haste to a Judean town in the hill country, where she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the child leapt in her womb. And Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit and exclaimed with a loud cry, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And why has this happened to me, that the mother of my Lord comes to me? And Mary remained with her for about three months and then returned to her home.
5: birth. In those days a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to the city of David called Bethlehem, because he was descended from the house and family of David. He went to be registered with Mary, to whom he was engaged, and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child, and she gave birth to her firstborn son, and wrapped him in bands of cloth, and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for them in the inn."
6: The proclamation In that region there were shepherds living in the fields keeping watch over their flock by night then an angel of the Lord stood before them and the glory of the Lord shone all around them they were terrified but the angel the angel said to the shepherds do not be afraid for see i am bringing you good news of great joy for all people To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth, peace among all whom God favors. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds, so they said to one another, let's go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and they found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known what had been told them about this child and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary, Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told to them. This is the word of God for the people of God thanks be to God. So recently, I've been paying closer attention to how the words we use reflect something about us as people. Regardless of what it is that we're speaking about, the vocabulary we choose says something about our perspective on the world. As an example, I have a friend who is wonderfully positive. Without Being trite, she always finds a way to include a compliment, no matter the situation, and it speaks to her optimism, her belief in the world's goodness. I have another friend who's wildly creative, and without being hokey, she always finds a way to bring in a different perspective or an artistic flair to the conversation, and it reflects her ability to see beauty and creation in all things. Some people are solution-oriented people, so they always try to find helpful and constructive things to say, while others, they are problem identifiers. They tend to name what's wrong with any given situation. Perhaps you know people of all of these different kinds. What we say, the words we use... The way we frame our thoughts, it says something about us, about who we are, about how we view the world and how we relate to others. And this Christmas, I'm struck by the words that Mary speaks to her cousin Elizabeth about the child in her womb, the Son of God. As you know, Mary is often described as meek and mild, as tender and gentle, Fragile, almost delicate. But what does Mary's song of praise actually say about her? What can we learn from the words of praise sung from the depths of her heart? Mary sings, My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior, for God has looked with favor on me. Mary had every reason to be fearful, to be worried. She was a young woman, betrothed to Joseph and pregnant, but not with his baby. Mary was in a situation that by all objective measures seemed perilous, seemed vulnerable. Yet Mary's song is not one of fragility. It is not a song of timidity, even. Instead, her words reflect bravery, deep faith, They reflect wisdom beyond her years, even. She glorified God and rejoiced that she was to bear the light of the world. With boldness in her voice, she declared, God's mercy is for those who believe in God's redemptive power at work in the world. God's power is great. God's love can liberate the heart of pride. It can mend the brokenness. God's love gives meaning in one's life. It provides hope, hope that endures. We've seen the evidence in our ancestors that with mercy and kindness, God keeps promises. God keeps promises of salvation and justice. This is her song. Listening to Mary's song again this year, we're invited to consider the words we would have used if we were in her shoes. Would we have offered such praise, would we? A song like Mary's, words that reflect openness to the miraculous and redemptive power of God at work in our lives. Or not even, not even if we were in her shoes, just in our own daily lives, do the words that we use... The words that we use in conversation with friends, with family, with coworkers, with neighbors, do they reflect that we are open? Open to the miraculous and redemptive power of God at work in the world here and now? Do they? During the season of Advent, And especially tonight, as we celebrate the birth of our Savior, we reflect on the ideas of hope, of peace, of joy, of love, hope, peace, joy, love. We say these words so frequently in our lives, don't we? We say them so frequently in our daily lives that it is easy to lose sight of their power and meaning. I hope My football team makes the playoffs, We hope. What I wouldn't give for a moment of peace and quiet with a five-month-old at home. What I wouldn't give for some peace and quiet. My wife loves the movie White Christmas, and she quotes it every single time we watch it. But what if we consider these words of Advent just a little more carefully? What does it say about us as people of faith that together, together we proclaim Christ's birth as one of hope, of peace, of joy, and of love? We speak words of hope as Christians because a baby was born in a barn in Bethlehem. And through that baby, God entered into time and space to heal our broken world. We have hope that endures, hope that endures in the face of hardship, endures in the face of pain, endures in the face of brokenness. We have hope in God's redemptive power. We speak words of peace because at Jesus' birth, the angels declared it. They declared peace on earth. We speak words of peace because Jesus' life modeled peace. We speak words of peace because through Jesus' death, God overcame brokenness, retribution, injustice, paving the way for reconciliation, for redemption, and for restoration. We share words of joy because God's at work in the world. God is indeed at work in the world, doing a new and miraculous thing among us, even in the times when the darkness feels like it's closing in on us. Even the darkness is not dark to God, for surely the light of Christ shines so brightly, brightly even in the face of death. And we share words of love. Love, because out of abounding love, God entered into the world in human form. God entered into the world in human form through Jesus to show us that God is with us. God is with us in all aspects of our lives. To show us that nothing stands as a barrier between us and God's love for us. God's love for God's beloved children. Church, God has created each and every human being in God's own image. And God continues to create within us daily. God sustains our lives with the presence of the Holy Spirit, accompanying us on the journey of life, teaching us the ways of love and mercy, of grace, of justice, calling us forth into the world to be in relationship with one another. And through Jesus... The Christ Child, whose birth we celebrate tonight, God shines light, redeeming that which we believed was beyond redemption. So let us rejoice, as Mary did. Let us rejoice as Mary did on that miraculous night. Let us rejoice and sing songs of hope of peace, of joy, and of love. Let our songs of praise reflect the meditations of our heart. For Christ our Savior is born tonight. And God is with us evermore. Thanks be to God. Amen.
0: Please join me in responding to the good news. Let the love that shaped the earth and heaven let the love that created humanity and let the love that overcomes suffering and hatred let the love that causes us to rejoice with loved ones and let the love that forgives and renews let the love that brings reconciliation after separation, and let the love that brings the blessing of peace and, and we share that peace with all people near and far. Amen. Giving is not a casual act, it is an act of worship. And it is an opportunity to participate in God's work in the world. On this Christmas Eve, in the midst of this celebration of the birth of Jesus, let us give as people who are inextricably linked to God's great works of hope, peace, joy, and love in our world today. Our offering will now be received.
6: Will you join your hearts with mine as we pray this evening, this Christmas night? Let us pray. Holy God, our souls magnify your glory, and our spirits rejoice in your powerful grace. For you have looked with favor upon us, your lowly servants. Indeed, generations past and generations to come will call Mary blessed for the great and miraculous things done for and through her. Holy is your name, O God, and holy is her Son. Like Mary sung, with words and our deeds, O God, help us to proclaim that your love, your mercy, your peace is unending. Help us to proclaim that your love is granted to all of your children from generation to generation. Love that reconciles sin with merciful grace. Love that resurrects that which is believed to be dead. For such love can mend the brokenness. It can ease the suffering. It can heal that which needs to be made whole. Loving God, as you have done in the past, and we trust you will into the future, we pray that pride might be scattered, that oppressive hierarchy might crumble. Lift up the lowly, O God. Fill the hungry with good things. Feed hungry bellies, water-parched tongues. Envelop the suffering and the mournful with compassion, O God. Let justice roll down like waters. Dispel greed from among us. Bring peace to your people such that the wolf will lie down with the lamb. God of peace, you have helped your servant Israel in remembrance of your mercy and the promises you have made to your people, our ancestors, to Abraham and his descendants forever. We pray that you will remember us too. As we await the coming of the Christ child, as we look ahead to the coming of love made flesh, may we rejoice in your goodness, give thanks for your faithfulness, and sing your praises. God of hope, we marvel, we marvel at the miracle of creation, and we stand in awe before the mystery of the Incarnation. As we are earthbound creatures, often feeble in faith, we lack in hope and we hoard our love. May we be opened, may we be opened once again to the miracle and the mystery of Christmas. May we remember that you are God and therefore we are not and we need not strive to be. Shape our hearts, O God. Give us new language that with humble curiosity we might speak of your love and tell of what you are doing in the world according to the rule of love. On this sacred night, we give you thanks beyond measure, O God of joy. And wherever we are in these pews, in our lives, in our hearts, we pray that we might be startled again by your love. As we, with Mary, with the choirs of angels, lift our voices in praise of your mysterious, miraculous, and mighty presence among us, singing loudly and boldly and with great joy, joy to the world. on this Christmas Eve night go out into the world carrying with you hope carrying with you peace carrying with you joy carrying with you love for the Christ child is to come born in the night born unto all people so go go out into the world with the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit this night and forevermore hallelujah Hallelujah. amen